We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/recommend today. Live, presented by Kaleida Health. All right, here we be on a Wednesday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker, back in the studio, back on both uh, radio and television today. So good to be back in the fold after we had to operate remotely here after all the snow we got over the holiday weekend uh, in the blizzard that will probably live in infamy uh, for a long time. It's going to be right up there with the blizzard of 77. Not as much snowfall. Higher winds. But higher winds. <clears throat> we were up near Cat 1 hurricane stuff, man, yeah. in terms of wind speed. Yeah. It was bananas. Yeah, it was, it was a bad weekend. We got the National Guard and, downtown listen, digging people out. Listen, in all seriousness, we had people pass. Yeah. And and it's it's bad. And you get into situations where you can't get, and you didn't, you know, you just can't get out. And that can't get out of the bad thing. You're, you know, you can't get out of your car. You can't escape. You can't go anywhere. Her crew out here got stuck in a Home Depot for two days. Yeah. One of our crew right here in the control room. And goodness gracious. I didn't know that until we got into work today. We got the other one, George. George, 4 a.m. Christmas morning. Boom. The pipe busts. Busted pipe. Oh, my gosh. It was bad, folks. And no water for like three days. Yeah. Man, oh, man. It's real. I feel bad. It's real. It's real. So, you know, people, and I get it, people make fun of people who live in, you know, why don't you live someplace warm? Well, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of benefits to living here, no question about it. You take what you get weather-wise, well, and none I mean, of us have any people control People in Florida have hurricanes. People in California have earthquakes and mudslides. Yeah. it's People in the neck of the woods where you grew up yeah. have tornadoes. That's right. I'll tell you so, what, man. Mother Nature... Is seems like she's dealing with a toxic boyfriend, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. So, so I don't want. Here's an analogy, right? Um, yeah. There you go. Uh, we've got other stuff to discuss, and I think the closer we get to this, Steve, the bigger and bigger this game feels. I, I think, without question, it is 
the biggest game of the season. And I know, insert your coach speak here, of course it's the biggest game of the season. It's the next one. But in terms of what is on the line this week for Buffalo and for Cincinnati, for that matter, I know we suffer from Bill's myopia here all the time because of what we do and what our job description is. But there's just as much on the line this week, maybe not more, but almost as much for the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bills, as we know, clinched their division title last week with the win over the Bears. And, you know, the Miami loss certainly helped as well to the Packers. But the Bengals, with a win against the Bills on Monday night, coupled with a loss by the Baltimore Ravens this week, would give them the AFC North title as they are still in a nip-and-tuck race with the Ravens, who, by the way beat the Bengals earlier this season. They will meet again in Week 18, but you have to believe the Bengals are hoping to get a win this week to enhance their chances at a division title and come the end of the regular season. And it's it's not it is a big game, and we've you've had big games before, but this one, I mean, uh, this came out from NFL Total Access, and they ask, how good of a Monday night football game will the Bills-Bengals clash in Week 17 be? How good will it be, Steve? How about the best ever? Not only are Josh Allen and Joe Burrow's 66 passing touchdowns and 77, 78 offensive TDs the most by any two opposing quarterbacks entering any Monday night football matchup, but their team's 23 combined wins are tied for the most ever entering a Monday night football game in NFL history. The previous matchup took place in week 16 of 1997 between the Niners and the Broncos. Now, the Niners won that game, but the Broncos won the war. They took home the Super Bowl 32 trophy that season. This is two of the... It's uh, a big one. It's as good a matchup of two teams that are bulldozing through the last half of their season. This is a big game against two really good football teams. In case you've been living under a rock, the Bills with a win coupled with a Kansas City loss, as unlikely as it might seem, to Denver, would secure the top seed in the AFC and guarantee home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Now, they win this week and then win next week against New England. They get the top seed in the AFC anyway. But if they can get a little help, I'm sure they'd take it, knowing that Kansas City has an identical record to them at 12-3. and three. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a monumental game for the, fortune, for the playoff fortunes of both the Bills and the Bengals this week. And the fact that it's sitting there in prime time as the last game of the week makes it all the more attractive as far as many outside observers are concerned. There are some injury notes for this one on Cincinnati's Side of the ledger, Tyler Boyd's been dealing with a dislocated finger, but it looks like that is as good as it's been in the last few weeks. So he's expected to be, for the most part, recovered from that injury. Then you have Trey Hendrickson, their top pass rusher. He's been playing through a broken wrist. He's obviously not going to be 100% for this game, but he is expected to play. And then their other pass rusher, uh, Hubbard, is Sam Hubbard, he's got a calf injury. He had been labeled week to week, but just yesterday, head coach Zach Taylor is now listing him as day to day, which gives indication that 
he has a chance to play this week and get back in the lineup against the Bills. So something just to keep an eye on there from an injury perspective with respect to Cincinnati's defense. Both of their top pass rushers nicked up and dealing with stuff coming into this game. So uh, so some things to just keep an eye on as the week unfolds. The Bills, statistically, the Bills' defense is better, ranks better than the Cincinnati defense in most categories. Um, But the Bills' offense and the Cincinnati offense are pretty close on almost all categories. Maybe the Bills are a hair higher, but this is a – statistically and where these teams are ranked. This is as close a matchup yeah, right as the Bills there. have had all year. All year. Even the defenses have been pretty comparable over this past month. Just from a points allowed perspective over the last four games, the Bengals have given up just under 19 points a game. 18.7 is their average points allowed over the right. last month. The Bills over the last month, 16 points allowed. So it's less than a field goal, um, <clears throat> which is probably part of the reason why the the line on this game is as tight as it is. Yeah, the Bills are overall the season. The Bills are number two in points given up. The Bengals are nine, so they're a top ten team as well. But you, as you said, even better form this last this last week. Now they they gave up eighteen points to the Patriots, and now the Patriots got a pick six too, and the Bengals turned it over twice down close. One of them was down close, so um, it was yeah. So the Bengals are. Uh, they're a good team, man. There's no doubt about it. They're they are a really good team, um, and so are the Bills. Yeah. Um, let's go around the NFL, which is brought to you as always by Collider Health, the official healthcare system of the Buffalo Bills. There was some quarterback news. First and foremost, Joe Burrow, who the Bills are playing, named AFC Offensive Player of the Week, forty for fifty-two for three hundred seventy-five yards and three tutties against the Patriots, who admittedly did not play very well but you can't fault burrow for who he's playing against and he lit him up the like patriots, a christmas tree the patriots looked like the patriots of the playoff game last year here in buffalo Whew. just they couldn't they could not get a stop joe burrow certainly was he went check down check down check down check down just through the short passes but the patriots were dropping way back and he just took it and it was it was maddeningly inevitable if you're a Patriots fan to watch that game maddeningly inevitable the outcome of that game yeah they had they had some moments where all of a sudden okay Jones pick six got into the end zone that made it you know a, a one score game uh but man oh man it never seemed close the Patriots offense continues to just light itself on fire yeah in other quarterback news the Washington Commanders have benched the slumping Taylor Heineke in favor of Carson Wentz, who is now back in the starting lineup at quarterback as they will be taking on the Browns this week. They got to hang in there, man. They're trying. They got to hang in there. Uh, they're, they're doing everything they can do to stay in the conversation. They're at the seven seed right now. They're in. The commanders are in the playoffs right now. Yeah. And they're benching their QB. That's you get to this point, man. People are just, they're just desperate. Some of these teams, yeah, that's you know? why, that's why the Jets are going back to Mike White. He's healthy enough to play. Yeah. Get him in there. And yes, Zach right. Wilson gets demoted for the second time this season, not just to backup, to third string and inactive. Joe Flacco is again the the number two quarterback for the Jets. Mike White 
cleared to play. He will play at Seattle. Here's the thing. This I, weekend. I, listen, I, you know, I'm, I don't know what to think about the Jets, whether I'm kind of pulling for him or not pulling for him, but just because of, you know, I got some respect for Salah and, and what they've done over there. But do you really think Mike White, I, just, I think they're, they're making the right move, no question about it. Mike White's the guy for now. But Jet fans, you can't expect Mike White to come in and play as well as he did against the Bills or these other teams that he came in and kind of held it together. He's going to be hurting, man. He's got he's got his ribs are he had multiple fractures messed up. So to to have him come in and think he's just going to play like he always plays, I think that's unreasonable to expect. And they need they need that from him, but I don't know if he's going to be able to give it. Right. Meanwhile, in Miami, let me know if you've heard this before, Steve. Oh boy. Tua Tagovailoa is in concussion protocol and he is likely to miss Sunday's game against the Patriots, which would thrust Teddy Bridgewater into the lineup. He is listed as the starter on Sunday. So it looks like Tua will not play this weekend, even though he is listed as day-to-day. And there is a second part of the story, Steve. According to a source, Tom Pelissero of NFL Network is reporting that the NFLPA has officially initiated an investigation into Dolphin quarterback Tua Tagovailoa's second stint in concussion protocol. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did hear about this before. They're being investigated a second time. Whatever. For improperly, hand- potentially improperly handling Tua's concussion protocol situation. That's just to say they're, they're just, that's just to say they're doing it. That's a, who cares? So that's for optics, you believe, uh, yes. more than anything. Yes. What are they going to do? Question the doctors? Oh, wow. Question Tua? <laughs> what? Who, what are they going to do? Who are they going to question, even if they do go down and question them? Yeah. Or are they just going to read the doctor's report and say, yeah, okay, looks good? I mean, come on. I get it. <clears throat> it's, they have to do that. It's kind of part of their role in their part of getting this protocol situation into place. Well, so they got to make sure they maintain it and, and monitor it. But come on. Mike McDaniel addressed the media today, and he is claiming, based on what he described at his press conference today, that they thought something might be wrong with Tua based on how they were reviewing the game tape and questioned Tua, quote, with a high degree of concern and then felt he needed to go see doctors. So they didn't realize... A concussion may have happened until they were reviewing the game tape on Monday. See, I had heard that Tua came to them with symptoms. That's what I had heard. This is Mike McDaniel saying, coaches thought something might be wrong from watching the game tape and questioned Tua with a high degree of concern. So so the coaches are watching the game tape. They go to Tua with a high degree of concern, and then... <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm sorry to laugh, but come this on. Is, this is double CYA move here. I know. Because Tua claims he came in and said, I have symptoms on Monday. And now the coaches are saying, well, when we were reviewing the game tape Sunday night, 
we had a high degree of concern. So when he came in Monday and said, I've got symptoms, we weren't surprised. I, does the left hand know what the right hand's doing down there? Honest to Pete. Yeah. Like, it, it looks I said this on the show the other day, Steve, I know, but it bears repeating. How are you, based on Tua's previous history this season, not hypervigilant about the health of that guy? Not to mention the fact he's the most important player on the field for your offense. I don't know if he's the most important player on the field for their offense, but he's their quarterback. I don't know if it's going to look as good with Teddy in there. I'm just saying. Might not, but it might. It might. It looked better than it did in the fourth quarter of the game against. Okay, that's fair. Right? <laughs> but I mean, he might he, have he, had a concussion when he was doing that. That's right. But still, I think it might be, and I'm just throwing this out there. <laughs> Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't care all that much about Tua. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, I've, listen, this, it, they may go to Tua in the offseason and say, Tua, I don't know. I mean, you might think about retiring. You're going to start from scratch, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying don't draft another one. But. Sure, draft another one. Fine. Leave this one guy there. in the pipeline. But in the meantime, then you go out and you and you turn him into a bridge guy. Yeah, you, you know look, what I mean. Well, no, turn Teddy Bridgewater into a bridge guy. He's been a bridge guy for or, five years. Or hire somebody like Tyrod Taylor, who will be a free agent. Or no, he won't be a free no, agent. No, he's under contract, he's under contract with the Giants. Daniel Jones is a free agent. There you go. You could trade for Daniel Jones as a stopgap. Oh, my God. Or you could get Bring one it of these. On. Or you, one go of you, ahead. Yeah, you could get one of these other guys. <laughs> Think about it. There's a ton of guys around. Carson Wentz and Nick Foles and and oh my the God. guy Nick Sam Ellinger is going to be available. Oh, all these guys. All these, you can go down the list. There's a ton of guys out there. Who, None of them are any good, though. Well, no, well, you don't want the guy to be that good. You gotta, well, as a as a stopgap, yeah. how good do you need him to be with that offense, with all the weapons around him? <sighs> wow. All you need him to be is like six or eight. You need to get him eight games good at four and four or three and five. Yeah. Then that gives you a chance to come back, get your just, rookie in there, and you know, yeah, put the guy in for the last nine games of the season. Right. I just. I saw this come down today that, you know, he's not going to play on Sunday in a game that the Dolphins need to have. Um, they need this game to stay in front of everybody else that's nipping at their heels in the AFC playoff race. It's wild card or bust for the Dolphins. They can't win the division. Right. So I was reminded of this when I saw Tua not expected to play on Sunday. Teddy Bridgewater going to start. And I remember the scouting reports on Tua. You know, great accuracy, quick decision maker, durability is a concern. Right. And here we are. Not a big framed guy, not good at escaping. And, and he's played, he played his college football at a place, I told you this earlier, he had maybe a dozen professional football players on the rock, maybe more than that, guys who are coming out the next year or the year after. Oh, yeah. They probably had 20 to 25 professional football stars. players on his side of the ball when yeah. he got in the, on the field. Now, not all of them are on offense. Some of them are on defense, obviously. But let's say he had a handful of guys on his offensive side of the ball, him and five other guys that are playing professional football right now. 
playing against what I say dental students mm-hmm. at what from Vanderbilt or wherever it was they were playing, you know, Georgia Tech, whatever. I don't even know the SEC schools, Mississippi State, who actually had a good year this year. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's playing with better athletes with and, you know, he looks good doing it. He's got pro. He's got Brian Dayball when he's a freshman. Calling the play, he goes in at halftime of that freshman game. Remember when Jalen Hurts came out, yeah, Tua goes in, game. and Dayball calls the bomb that wins the, the national play, championship yeah. right before he comes to Buffalo. So he was getting top flight coaching, top flight coaching, and he had all the best players on his side of the ball. What do you have? And I get it. I'm, I mean, I'm going to discount what he did. That doesn't seem like he's overcoming that much. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Final bit of quarterback news from around the NFL, Steve. You're All right, like let's this. hear it. You're going to like this one. Let's hear it. Colts head coach Jeff Saturday said he is going to stick with Nick Foles despite his abominable three-interception game this past week against the Chargers. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, they were 0-14 on third down two weeks ago with Ellinger. They were only 0-10 on third down with Foles. So stick with Foles. He's doing better. No, was didn't Matt Ryan play the week before? Yes, that's right, maybe. Matt Ryan played yeah, the maybe. week before. Okay. Either way. 0-24 on third down in the last two games, folks. The, the, your, your Indianapolis Colts. I think that might be harder to do. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Then actually converting one. It's hard to go over two weeks in a row on third down, isn't it? That's really hard. 
You've got to be supremely awful. You think you'd get a third and zero, you know, to go third and like less not than even one. by penalty. Did you get one? Do you know what I oh, mean? That's right. I didn't think you didn't even that. get one via that's penalty. Right. Like it's really hard to not convert a third down in two consecutive weeks. They don't even have the excuse of, well, we only had six third down opportunities this week. You had fourteen and ten. And you didn't get any of them. Yeah. You didn't even get a gift with a penalty. You couldn't even draw anybody off sides. Yeah. Let me tell you this. That is god-awful. They're playing worse now under Jeff Saturday than they did under Frank Reich. Frank Reich got fired. Why is Jeff Saturday still in the building? You know why? I'll tell you why. Nobody wants the job. They don't want to work for that owner, I don't think. I think they, the people around the league see that as a meddling owner. Nobody wants a guy parachuting in, making decisions. Well, I'm sure they'll be able to find somebody to take the job. There's only 32 of those kinds of jobs in the world in the NFL, so someone I will take the job. I just, but you, point, want to, you want to tell me they'll be down to their fifth or sixth choice, I'll listen to that. I'm telling I think you, that'll well, happen. They'll, yeah, they'll find somebody to take the job. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not going to be choice one, two, or three. Who? Yes, that is right. That is right. Like, I don't, I don't see them getting Sean Payton, somebody like that. They're not getting that guy. They, listen, and I. Because I, guess, who, guess think, who those top coaching candidates will be talking to? They'll be talking to Frank Reich. <laughs> hey, what was going on over there? What the heck happened? I'll say this. Usually, when this process works out, the GM, the president of the club, the head, you know the, uh, um, the scouting staff, all the pro, pro player directors, the people that are going to be there, football operations, all those guys, they talk, they do the interview with the head coach. A lot of people think the owner is the guy sitting there in the front row, in the middle, asking all the questions. Usually, the owner comes in at the end of the process. Okay, you got your guy. Let's hear him. Let me let me meet him. That's how it goes typically. Yeah. I'm not saying it does that every time, but the owner comes in and at the end of it and says, You've, all right, let's, let's talk to the guy. If, the, if this guy's on your short list, let me talk to him. When did, jo- when did uh, McDaniels, Josh McDaniels, is it Josh McDaniels, the, guy, the head coach of the, uh, of the Va- Ra- Raiders? Yeah, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Took comes the in. job, turned it down. Took the Reneged. job, then late in the process, turned it down. Right when you would kind of start rubbing elbows with the owner, who's going to be, and what he says about everything. And he said, you know what, uh, I am not your guy. I'm not saying that happened, but it does look suspiciously like that's what happened. I am not saying no, but I am saying I'm not your guy. He He bailed. Yeah, at did. the moment when he finally got in to the, the point where he was hour. in the 11th hour when he's finally going to say, he already, okay. He already hired a defensive coordinator. He hired Eberflus. He's like, I got him, I'm going to meet with the owner. And here's what he goes in, meets with the owner, and he and he's, doesn't like it. And he says, I ain't, I'm not doing it. I am not doing it. I haven't signed anything. I'm out. Uh. It's something else, man. Yeah, the, I don't know. The recent history is not good for Ursay. He has been in the news more of the, in the last two months than Jerry Jones. Well, right, because he spoke out on Washington on Commanders. the Dan Snyder situation. And then he fired his head coach, who he had just given an extension to, hires, makes a controversial hire, skipping all norms of what that should look like. 
That, yeah. That, who yes. do they play this week? They play the Giants. Mm. Giants are going to win an in. Giants are in the yeah. They need, and they Giants need, are in the playoffs right now. There's call, no way it. I'm calling. There's no way the Giants lose to an Indianapolis Colts team that is 0 for 24 in their last two games on third down and has Jeff Saturday as their head coach. Yeah. There is absolutely no way Brian Dayball and the Giants lose that game. Okay. Absolutely no way. And I'm saying this too that. If it's cold in Indianapolis, all the exhaust pipes of the players' cars are going to be running during the game. You'll be able to see the smoke coming out of them because they're going to be warming them up to get out of there. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) They're going to go with Nick Foles in Indianapolis again. Well, who else are they going to go? Going to go back to Sam Ellinger? No. And they're not going to go to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Boy, did the game pass Matt Ryan by quickly? Matt Ryan. Looks as old as me. He aged ten years in one season. Fifteen. Yeah. He looks. He looks absolutely spent. It's been a rough go. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, topic of discussion for us today: What do you see as the biggest challenge with the Bengals? So assess this matchup for us, if you would. Let us know what you see as the biggest challenge with this Bengals team for the Bills on Monday night. 803-0550-1888-550-2550, the number to get on board. Got an open line for you there. Or you can hit us up on the tweet sheet at One Bills Live. Um, there's a few concerns here <laughs> with this Bengals team. As I was talking about earlier this week, I think if there's one thing that Burrow has settled in and become as a quarterback in this league, it's a guy that'll just take the layups. He... I'm not I, – I mentioned Tom Bray. I mentioned him in the same breath as Tom Bray. I'm not saying he's going to be a seven-time Super Bowl champion. I'm not saying he's going to have all the records that Brady has. But his playing style is, a, is somewhat similar to Brady. You know, he'll, he'll nickel and dime you all the way down the field, death by a thousand cuts. You You're know, right. the, as soon as a guy comes open for a, a free six yards, he'll take it. He plays you – know, I'm, I'm not afraid. He plays like Tom Brady played. He throws it from the pocket. He rarely ever escapes. He buys a little bit of time. I don't even know if he's as good as Brady at you know being as fluid in the pocket as stepping away from pressure. He gets sacked a lot. And I think that's the one thing that sets him apart from guys like Allen and Mahomes and Herbert. He gets sacked. But man, oh man, I'm telling you, right, you watch those guys play. He The ball is out and it is on target. He can sling it. He has got an accurate arm, and he makes all the throws. And it, I, I watched the, the Patriot game that the Bengals had last weekend in Foxborough, and I'm telling you what, if you're a Patriot fan, it was just maddeningly inevitable that you had no shot in that game. They only lost by four points, and it was not even close. Mm. The Bengals, I mean, they turned it over three times, gave up a pick six, all of, and it was just, it was, I mean, they, the Bengals were like the Chiefs in that game. They were just playing with their food. They were totally, they were, at, that, at the end of it, they were just yawning. Unbelievable game. They are really, really good offensively. And Joe Burrow, for, to his credit, you said it, Brad. He started off like 12-12 in that game. Yeah, he. And he never threw, and he, he threw a couple, you know, 15-yard passes, but most of them were like that, in the flat right on the money, right over the middle, over the ball, right on the money, the back on an angle route out of the backfield, right on the money. And 
you know, the Patriots were giving it to him. I mean, he was just taking it. And, man, they, they just had no answer. They'd sprinkle in some runs, too. But, man, oh, man, yeah, they're, they're really good. This is going to be a really fantastic game. It'll be fun to watch uh, Leslie Frazier and the crew of, with the Bills try and defend these guys because they are really, really good. Right. Trio of receivers that might be the best, one, two, and three, talent-wise, in the league on one roster. Um, you'd have a tough time finding a top three better than that group with Chase, Higgins, and Boyd. All three of them are in the top 25 in the AFC in receiving yards. All three of them. Yeah. I mean, any one of those guys – can be the lead dog in a given game for them. Proof of that, Jamar Chase goes out for a month with a hip injury, and Higgins' boy just kind of pick up the slack. Mm, they just keep and they don't miss a beat. Yeah, And that's why they've won seven in a row. The Bills have won six in a row. Two teams on red-hot winning streaks coming into this game on Monday night. We do have to step aside and take a break here. But when we come back, We'll have more, including your thoughts, on the tweet sheet. As the topic of discussion is today, what do you see as the biggest challenge with this Bengals team for the Bills on Monday night? 803-0550, the number to get on board. Steve and I back in a moment here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. All right, wanted to remind you that this week's game sponsor is the BFLO Store. The BFLO Store is the official retailer of the Buffalo Bills. Welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. Wanted to get over to the tweet sheet to get your thoughts on what you believe is the biggest challenge with the Bengals in Monday night's game. Tweet sheet brought to you, as always, by Corrigan Moving Systems, the official equipment moving company of the Buffalo Bills. Jeremy leads us off, and Jeremy says, keeping up with their offense. This seems to be the biggest test of the season I think it'll come down to the last possession to win this game. And, Steve, you just pointed out a stat about what the Bills' defense has had to face through the course of the season right. in terms of quality offenses on the other side of the line of scrimmage. If they, there's 10, 10 offenses that are total DVOA. That means over average. Value over average. Value over average. Defensive value over average. They've, play, they've played six of the uh, – of, they will have played – six after Cincinnati, but they've played five of the other nine offenses in the league that are playing at a high level. They beat Kansas City. They split with Miami. They beat Detroit. They beat Baltimore, and they beat Green Bay. Cincinnati's right in that mix. The Bills have played five of the top nine offenses in the league and beaten them all, Defense with, or at least the team has beaten them all. Um, the Bill, Like I keep saying, the Bills have played a rough, rough schedule. And they've held up to it for the number one seed so far. So they got Cincinnati this week, and that falls right into it. It's just one more game against a really good offense. Right. And, you know, you look at Joe Burrow, and Burrow leads the league in fourth-quarter quarterback rating. He's got 11 touchdowns and two picks in the fourth quarter. And people in Cincinnati call him Joe Cool. I know there was another guy before that that they used to call Joe Cool. His last name was Montana, and he played for the 49ers. But Burrow has uh, – it just seems to be unflappable. Uh, even his teammates say as much. So, yeah, I mean, that's what – he's a clutch player. 
much like Josh is a clutch player. It's a marquee quarterback matchup. I mean, there's no question about it. And it may come down very well to who has the ball last in this one. Very much so. Um, we've seen Josh time and again rise up in these big these night games, these primetime games, Thanksgiving games, Christmas Eve games, um, the you know Monday night games to start the season, the Thursday night games. Josh kind of you know shows up big in those, and so do some of the other teams players on the Bills team. Um, we got to. I think um, if you look ahead, the weather in Cincinnati is going to be in the mid to high 50s. Yeah, weather should not like, be an issue. It's going to feel like a day at the beach compared to the games these guys have been playing in. Um, it's going to be a high of 66 on that day. At least that's the forecast now. Right. Eight, seven or a days away, away, a week yeah. away. Or, yeah, think about it, away. though. 65 during the day? Oh, my goodness. It's going to feel like a day at the beach for the Bills. I mean, yeah. that's, that's And we awesome. know it's supposed to get warm here later in the week. It's going to so, melt a lot of the snow. So weather's not going to be a factor. These offenses are going to be op- able to operate in whatever form they, sh- they see fit, and it should be a great game. Um, it's, it's big. It's important for both clubs. But you're right. I mean, you start looking at the quarterbacks. Uh, Joe Burrow, you go back and watch the games that these guys have played, these teams have played. He's, he, they are really good passing offense. They are really good passing offense. And it's not like they've got some, you know, schlub at running back either. Joe Mixon is pretty darn good if you're going to have a featured running back. Now, the interesting thing is they don't run the ball particularly well. Now, I know Mixon missed some time with an injury a few weeks back. Right. Um, it is a little surprising, though, to see that the Bengals are 26th in the league in rushing. Um. That one surprised me a little bit. I thought they'd be a little bit better than that. They're yeah, a top-five passing team, yeah. but 26th in rushing. Yeah, P. Ryan is pretty good, too. They got two backs that they trust, Mixon and P. Ryan. They're good at catching the ball. Yeah, and they're, they, they do it all. They're Both those guys are really, really good. But their production rushing the football has been a bit of an yeah. issue. Rushing, rushing per game, they're 26th in the league. Right, which is what I was just getting at. Yeah. And even yards per carry, they're a very pedestrian 3.9. So, yeah, it's a little peculiar. I mean, Mixon himself, 4.0 per carry. P. Ryan, 4.2 per carry. He's kind of the change of pace guy. Um, and obviously, Burrow doesn't do running the way Josh Allen does, and I wouldn't expect him to. I mean, he can move around a little bit, but yeah. is he any faster than Mac Jones? I don't know. Yeah, I think he's a better athlete. Than- <laughs> Maybe a little bit. But um, his, style, so. his style is to throw it. And you'll see a lot of the incompletions he had. You said he was, what, 41, 42 of 50, or 42 of 52 or something in this last four Oh, last 52. week when he was Offensive Player of the Week, uh, yeah. He has no problem throwing that thing into the first row of the stands. He throws it away in other, instead of taking a sack. Mm-hmm. He's a really smart quarterback. Um, he does that a lot, and he does it even in the red zone. He does it a lot. So he is going to win this game. The, the Bengals are going to beat the Bills – uh, if they're going to beat the Bills, it's going to be with Joe Burrow throwing the ball from the pocket. That's how they're going to beat you. That's the way they do it. Their run game is okay. It's good. they got a couple of good running backs, but they're good in the passing game, like Brownie said. Uh, the Bengals win games with Joe Burrow in the pocket. They got to a Super Bowl last year, and they're 11-4 and right now doing that. That's what it's going to look like. Let's go to the phones at 803-0550, 888 550 
Leading us off today is Bob in Hamburg. What do you got for us, Bob? You're on One Bills Live. Well, I don't have snow above my chest right now, so I'm in good shape. <laughs> um, I really think that um, the way the Bills are, and the way they've been playing, the adversity they've been through in the last six or seven weeks, it just says a lot about this team. And to be honest with you, I think we walk into Cincinnati and smoke them. That's just my feeling. Okay. You, you don't even think it's going to be a game. Wow, Bob Bob said his piece, and he's out. Um, I don't know. I want to say yes, but Cincinnati's won seven in a row. Buffalo's won six in a They've row. They've won nine of their last ten. Yeah, I mean, they got off to a slow start, and they've um, just been rolling since then. Yeah, I don't – you can – I think both these clubs are too good to run off and leave. Now, certainly, the the last loss the Bengals took, it was like a 32-14 to 14 whooping by the Cleveland Browns. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what happened in that game. I might go back and look. But they, they lost big to the Browns. Um, but that they haven't done that in, like I said, 10 games. It's been 9 of 10 they've won. Yeah. Their last seven in a row. So, we'll see. I Including a win over the Chiefs. I don't. Yeah. This I don't know if I can't. I can't get my mind around either one of these teams running off and leaving the other. So we'll see. Now there is a chance, and Thomas Hollander brought it to our attention. There is a chance that there's going to be some rain on Monday night. Right. But it's the temper- turf field. But the turf is. I mean the. Uh, but the temperature is not going to be zero and sub zero yeah. like it has been. So. Yeah, fifties are forecast for the low, which. Is probably what we're going to see since the game is obviously at night. At night, let's get back to the tweet sheet though um, before we take some more phone calls. And Sharon on the tweet sheet, when asked what she thinks the biggest challenge is with the Bengals for Buffalo on Monday night, the defense now playing more bend don't break D. Lately, they make it easy for their opponent to score on their first possession. We can't spot Cincy seven points. I feel like it's 13 seconds again. We need to go down fighting. Um, I respect the concern, Sharon, and you're right. There are instances where the opponent comes down and scores an early one on this Bills defense. That, yeah. I mean, it, it does happen. Hap- yeah. Your margin for, I, I think your argument is correct, Sharon, that your margin for error is less against a team with the scoring power of the Bengals. So you'd like to get off to a fast start and send them three and out at the beginning of the game. All that being said, I will say that Leslie Frazier and his defensive staff are fantastic at making the adjustments if, in fact, they are scored upon on their first on the opening possession, and then they put it on lockdown. We saw that just last week. You know, the Bears come right down the field, score a touchdown, stick it in the end zone, and after that, it's a done deal, Lucille. I mean, what they finish with? 13 points? 13, yeah. So... I'd sign up for that, too. I realize that's probably unlikely to happen against a, a Bengals team that's got enormous firepower. But, yeah, that it's easier said than done sometimes, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, certainly no, nobody's going into the, into the game thinking that, you know, the Bills are going to, you know, give up. A, you know, they're not doing it deliberately. But you're right. That is the, that is, and I, it's been that way for the last three years. Teams have their greatest offensive success against the Bills early on. 
And then Leslie Frazier and his crew start to get a handle on what they're doing and are out ahead of them in adjustments. So it's uh, it happened in Green in Chicago, and uh, it's happened in multiple games before this. And I think that's a testament to how good the staff is once they get a handle on it and, and what the other team sees in their defense. And uh, they've been very good at it. But I'm, I'm with you. It'd be great to go out there and get, you know, Start have them start the game with four three and outs. Ah, I'll sign up for that. Right, so we'll Cause, see. Cause if you're- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Our offense is doing what they're supposed to do. You're way ahead on the scoreboard, and then they're yeah. playing catch-up. we got to take a break here, but when we come back, more of your phone calls at 803-0550-1888-550-2550. CJ in Buffalo will lead us off in the next segment as we're asking you, what do you see as the biggest challenge with the Bengals for the Bills on Monday night? It's One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. This is Buffalo Bills Radio. Bills Mafia, the first edition of the Buffalo Bills comic cover series, is now on sale. Products include posters, sweaters, and shirts. You can purchase these items exclusively at any Buffalo, Rochester, and Syracuse area Wegmans. Wegmans, the official tailgating headquarters of the Buffalo Bills. We want to get back to the phones at 803 one 888 the number to get on board. What do you see as the biggest challenge with the Bengals for the Bills on Monday night? Leading us off, as promised here in this segment, is CJ in Buffalo. What do you got for us? Well, hold on a second here. What do you got for us, CJ, or one Bills Live? Hey, Chris and Steve, how you doing? Good, good, man. Hey, uh, so what I've seen a lot from last week from watching the Bengals play the Patriots, uh, I did notice they remind me of, like, they got linebackers that remind me of Kiko Alonso. They're not really fast, but super, super athletic. And Josh Allen always made a joke of Kiko by running past them. I don't think they're that fast, but I do think they're good at athletic. I think the Bills have an advantage with Cole Beasley and John Brown being back and us not utilizing them soon. Like, once they got back, 
we've seen them with Dayball. We have never seen how they, these pieces will be used with uh, Ken Dorsey. Secondly, you have a running back and James Cook, who leads the league uh, per per run, if I'm not mistaken, uh, yards per carry, if I'm not mistaken. And that that you can't spread out a you can't spread your corners and your defense out to try to stop our wide receivers, Brown, Diggs, Beasley, and Davis, try to stop Cook and Josh Allen if they go four wide, go running back in the backfield and say, okay, let's QB spy Josh Allen as well. Secondly, they got to beat up D-line. You don't want to chase Josh Allen around. And the last point is they always had trouble with defensive ends that played the right side of Burrow, which is the left – T.J. Watt has two interceptions the two times they played. Russo, I guarantee, is going to have a big day if he keeps trying to throw short to the right. That is his his love spot right there. Just put it out there. All right. Thanks, T.J. That's an interesting scouting report. A lot to unpack. Thanks for the call. Um, Yeah, I mean, Cook is an exciting development here over these last few weeks. Uh, It's no longer a situation where he's just flashing – uh, he's he's showing that he could be a game breaker for you in the right situation, in the right play call, in the right down and distance at certain times in the football game. And much like last year, I think the running game is is picking up steam at the right time. And I mentioned it on the show yesterday. You know, over the last four weeks of the season last year, the Bills were second in the league in rushing over that span. I, I haven't looked at where they might be now, but that 254-yard rushing day last week certainly helps. <laughs> that helps the average, right? Um, and uh, I think the best thing part about it was that it's over 200 yards. Only 40 of it was from Josh. Right. And right now, Cook is averaging 5.8 per carry. That doesn't lead the league. There are some quarterbacks that are higher. If you want to go strictly running backs, he would be at the top. The problem is he doesn't have enough carries uh, in some statistical services to qualify. So we'd have to kind of amend it, see where we'd come down. I can try to he's actually, he's siphon good, through the numbers, he's but he's been productive. Number. He's got a good number there, yeah. So, and, yeah, if – no, I think the Bengals linebackers are good. I don't – yeah, fast, okay, maybe not. But, man, they're playing really well, uh, both in coverage and in the run stopping. So – You'll have to keep your keep your eye on it. If, if it's interesting to see how Dorsey sees it, to think about it, is he going to use Cook and Singletary? Are they going to try and come out and run the football like they did against the Bears? I kind of doubt that. Although you know, we'll see. Uh, that with the Bears' defensive line nicked up like it is, like CJ pointed out, um, we'll see. It's got to be hard for a guy like Hendrickson to maybe take on blockers in the run game with a busted wrist all of that stuff goes yeah. into the mix it's interesting um the bills have shown their willingness to spread it around though run pass 10 different guys getting pass catches last week you know they're a handful as you would expect in a game like this both these clubs have got a lot going on and it's going to be whoever executes better I think also the turnover battle is huge. The Bills are almost unbeatable if they don't turn it over. Right. And they're still pretty darn good even when they do. Because they turned it over three – granted, against a substandard Chicago team, they turned it over three times, one by 22. You can't do that this week. 
against this Cincinnati team because they'll make you pay with their right. scoring ability. Um, but, yeah, if they play a clean game, they're 17-4 and four in their last 21 games. Yeah. They're hard to – and that's with 20, 21 turnovers this year. They're 12-3 and three with 21 turnovers this year alone. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they have a way they're good enough to even overcome their own mistakes most of the time. So, yeah. I, look, I got all the respect in the world for the Bengals. I think, I think what's going to help Buffalo in this matchup, maybe more than anything, is their defense. Because I think top to bottom their defense is better than Cincinnati's. And I think they might be more successful – in holding Cincinnati's offense in check, and Cincinnati's defense will be in holding Buffalo's defense in check or offense in check. Right. So that's just my personal opinion on it, but I guess we'll have to wait and see how it all plays out on Monday night. We're going to take a break here because when we come back, we're going to talk more Bengals as we get more of the 411 on just what that team has been doing. We know they've won seven in a row, we know Burrow's been productive, but we're going to dig a little bit deeper. And to help us do that, will be radio broadcaster for the Bengals, one Solomon Wilcox, coming up next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 